This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Or do you just fear that I'm going to eat you out of house and home? Because that basically is what it feels like. Legitimate fear. Legitimate fear. Yeah. Having some lucky charms right now in the break. I'm ready. I'm ready for our Some lucky charms. God bless you, son. Well done. (laughs) You know what? When I was a kid, you weren't allowed to have the, the cereals that might have a hint of sugar in them. Believe it or not. So I am, I let's call me the Todd Marinovich of this whole thing, where I completely <laughs> went over. Yeah. The, you know, he was never allowed to have a gram of sugar, and then he went nuts with everything when he got out into, into freedom, as did I. Moderation. You need a little bit of moderation. Nothing I don't even wrong know what with that a high school means. kid. Well, you know what? I'm not going to go any further. I was about to lay something out, and I realized I'm, I'm going to walk right into something that's going to only end poorly for me. Yeah. yeah. I enjoy the lucky charms from time to time. Walking around the world like I'm, you know, just a young man who can consume whatever he wants, barely ever work out, and not have to face any consequences down the road. I'm Look sure it's all headed in the right direction. Look at you. Look at you. I was always more of a Captain Crunch guy, not necessarily into the Crunch Berries, but Crunch works. You know, any port in a storm, we do what we have to do. <laughs> Carlin versus Joe, ESPN <laughs> Radio. You heard us talking about Mike Trout a few moments ago. That was brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and at Progressive.com. The Miami Dolphins get a fascinating test this weekend as they go up to Buffalo to face the Bills. I, as you know, have not been a Buffalo believer this season. Having said that, that was an extraordinary thrashing the other day of the Washington Commanders in D.C. I would have never expected that to happen uh, in for the Dolphins, or rather for the Bills to win in as big a fashion as they have. So I have to treat this game this week with an incredible level of respect for what the Bills have done so far, especially in what they've done defensively. They have given up the second fewest points in the league. That doesn't get the attention because they threw up 37 the other night. Joe, um, this is a game where you can honestly say that you're going to learn more, I believe, about Buffalo in this instance than you will about the Dolphins because – The Dolphins are going to be a dynamic offense all season if they're healthy. I have no reason to believe that they won't. But for Buffalo, this is truly a chance to figure out if the Bills have righted the ship after a disastrous week one or if they are just still kind of a team that feels like they're underachieving a bit. A lot of questions here. A lot of questions. For Buffalo, it's the opportunity to once again send the message that the AFC East runs through Western New York. That's what this is about because Miami's trying to be the new kid on the block here. They're trying to take over, and they've made a great case through the opening three weeks. For Miami, there are a few questions here. We've seen the offense at its best, and I think we know that, to your point, should they continue down this path of staying healthy, the offense is going to be a problem all year long. They're not going to hang 70 all year long, but they're going to be a problem. The question for Miami is how improved is this defense under Vic Fangio? Fangio was supposed to take him to another level. I'm sure he will, but they did lose Jalen Ramsey in the offseason in terms of an injury. He's expected back maybe in December. I go back to the COVID Super Bowl a few years ago between the Bucks and the Chiefs. You remember that game? Both offenses could score. 
And Kansas City was known for everything they could do on that side of the football, but it was the Tampa Bay defense that rose up and got the stops. The year the Patriots and the Rams met in the Super Bowl, that great Rams offense, it was the Patriot defense that won the game. So often, that's what we see. It's a defense that makes the determining factor as to who's going to win the championship. The Eagle defense last year completely vomited all over itself in the second half of that Super Bowl. Kansas City had the ball four times. They scored on all four possessions, putting up 24 points. The only reason they didn't put up the full 28 was because the last possession, they were running down the clock, and they kicked the field goal to win the game. Miami's defense currently 15th in the NFL in opponent yards per play and 21st in scoring defense. Let's see if they get some stops against Buffalo this weekend, who's looked quite high-powered the last two weeks. Do you think that the Dolphins' defense is actually going to match up pretty well? In this game or for the season? In this game. I mean, I'm surprised the total's like 52 and a half. I'm, I'm seeing a complete shootout here. I am not seeing a game, assuming the weather doesn't go to hell, where we see 24-21. I think this is just going to be a shootout. Do I see the Dolphin defense stepping up? Um... No, I don't, because I haven't seen them play that great just yet. And I think for Buffalo, this is about shutting some people up. People like yourself who have doubted them and said they're going to miss the playoffs this year. This might be the Carlin game. This might be win one to stick at the Carlin. That's what what this might be in Western New York this weekend. It won't be the first time. Um, (laughs) There have been plenty of times where Western New York has had it out for me. Um, And listen, I actually believe the Dolphins have a much better defense, and they just get overshadowed by what is an amazing, amazing offense. Vic Fangio makes a huge difference there. And I think that is the factor that is keeping that number down around 52 and keeping it from, be that, from being that. We, we know all about Tyreek Hill and those guys, but we forget about Christian Wilkins, yep. Jalen Phillips, Bradley Chubb, Javon Holland, Xavier Howard. We forget about all of those guys on the Miami defense and how good they can be. And so... As a result, they almost catch people off guard. I got to tell you something. Quietly, just come on in here and listen. I'm listening. Shh. I'm right here. You ready? Lay it on me. Just between us, Dolphins are going to blow their doors off tonight, this weekend. That's what you, that's the prediction here. That's what I said. Dolphins going into Western New York and blowing up the Bills. That's what I said. Feels like a man who's doubling down here. Oh, I'm doubling down, baby. You got a lot of chips in the pot on this anti-Buffalo stance. I I really do. And it's nothing anti-Buffalo. The people of Western New York are are lovely folks. Yeah, there have been some problems over the years. Only place where I ever feared for my life at a game. How'd that happen? uh, Circa 1993-ish. Oh, Uh, just the other day. Yeah. Listen, I hold grudges. It's what I do. Uh, 30 years ago. Uh, in college, going to a game, Steelers-Bills, and leaving, Bills won. You know, Jim Kelly lit him up. Uh, and leaving, I had a Honda Civic wagon. That was my car in college. A white <laughs> Honda Civic wagon. Its nickname was the Polar Bear. There we and, go. <laughs> and it had a Steelers bumper sticker on the back. They were rocking my car back and forth on the way out. And I thought... Okay, so this is it. This is how it ends. This is how it ends. This is how, Swallowed this is how up how by ends. a mob in Western New York. Yes, because, <laughs> because the front-wheel drive on my Honda Civic wagon can't get out of the marsh of a grass field parking lot makeshift right Ooh. outside Rich Stadium. How many people were you with? 
I was only with one other guy who was considerably smaller than me. (laughs) (laughs) And the Bills fans are just rocking this car back and forth? After the game, rocking it back and forth. Like, I, I, no joke. I was just praying that nobody was going to get in front of the car because I kept slamming on the gas. (laughs) And the wheels just kept spinning. And I'm like, oh, dear God, just catch, just catch, just catch. And it finally caught. And I spun off and got away from him. There's, I... (laughs) I'm torn on how I how I view situations like this. You wanted that car flipped. You should. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, that specific situation, I would have loved to have seen. You're the not torn flipped. about that, yeah. right? It's just the idea of you should be able to support. You should is the operative word. Should be yeah. able to go to an opposing team stadium and support your team. You should be able to fly your colors. But the problem is, we got to live in reality here, and it's dangerous going into any team's building, putting on the opposing team's. Well, colors yeah. and then expecting everything to go your way oh, no so, you, you 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 have to know what you're doing going in and i knew what i was doing and i was sitting in the end zone okay uh, i would say probably only about 10 rows off the field in the end zone i don't know how we got these tickets but this little kid comes running down the steps to where i am as i'm wearing uh, i think i was wearing a rod woodson jersey <laughs> and he looks up at me and he points at me. This kid could not have been more than five. And he just yells, you suck! You suck! <laughs> and then he runs back up. And his mom's like, good job, good job. Way to go. Good job. And listen, it's nothing against the Bills fans. Every fan base has their group of idiot fans. Everyone. Everyone. I, you know, I'm going to abstain. I married in the Bills Mafia, so that's my adopted team, my adopted yeah, fan base. Anytime I'm in Buffalo, your boy goes to Barbill in East Aurora, mm-hmm. and I put down wings and beef on weck like you couldn't possibly imagine. Like you, I would be dead in eight months if I lived in that town permanently. Dead. Because of the way I eat when I'm there. Yeah. Now, having said all that, I, I, I wonder how many people, their worst stadium experience in terms of visiting an opposing stadium i wonder how many would say buffalo i can't imagine that would be high on the list philadelphia i could see high on the list new england i could see high on the list either of the new yorks i couldn't see buffalo that high on the list no i think it's a very rare experience for you i think philadelphia is pretty bad especially you can't go into Lincoln Financial Field wearing a Cowboys jersey. No, that's on you. If you're if yeah. you're going to make that decision, I'm not saying you get what's coming to you because no one should be treated to that extent, but you, you got to be smart. There's the way people want the world to be, and then there's the way the world is. Understand how the world is and yeah. then figure out how to work within that framework. Yeah. Last time I was in Buffalo, I called a game a couple of years ago on ESPN Radio, Jets and Bills, went to Gabriel's Gate afterward how was it oh i'm not familiar with that it was it's one of the better wing places in buffalo not your oh. and your anchor bar is great but it's a tourist thing right it's like going to pats and gino's and right that's what they say yeah. Barbill and east aurora is one that's very high on my list they I are on the list as well yeah. i'll say it a thousand times if it means i get special treatment when i go in there because it's small it's always very crowded yeah. just the ability to get a table in there puts you in a wonderful situation uh are you a flats or a, a drum drumstick son drumsticks, drumsticks all the way and so i here's married i married flats so we have yeah. no we have no problems whatsoever it's a yeah i went i went uh to a place recently they charged extra for just drumsticks yeah, it's always generally like a dollar more to go all drumsticks. I'll gladly yeah. pay it. Yeah. I, 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 at first I was outraged, and then I'm like, okay. 
Yeah, it's the, it's it. the move. It's yeah. have you? Let me ask you something. If it's like a dollar more, have you made worse financial decisions in your life? Oh, many. Yeah, same here. <laughs> Every day I make a financial decision You're worse right. than that one. I should never get upset about that again. What never. incredible perspective on your part. <laughs> Great job. Carla versus Joe, ESPN Radio. Speaking of the Dolphins, they are the darlings in Vegas right now, as my compadre will tell you. And there is one bet on Miami that's only a, not only a good bet, but it's a great bet. Joe will explain next. ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. We've got massive breaking news, and I am not overselling that. Let's get right to it right now. Happened during the break. Carlin versus Joe. Breaking news. How about this? The Portland Trailblazers are trading guard Damian Lillard to the Milwaukee Bucks. Sources tell ESPN. Woj tweeting that just moments ago. That is massive. Miami out the raptors had been rumored to be in the mix and out of nowhere the milwaukee bucks figure out how to make Giannis happy think about that for a second Giannis and dame lillard here is the deal it's a three-team deal lillard goes to milwaukee with drew goes milwaukee as part of a three-team deal with drew holiday deandre ayton to monte camara unprotected Milwaukee first and unprotected Milwaukee swap rights in 28 and 29 to the Blazers. Phoenix gets Yusef Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, Keon Johnson. Whoa, there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. So basically Milwaukee gives up an unprotected first seven years from now, a couple of swap rights, and... Drew Holiday. Yeah, and Grayson Allen and Drew Holiday. I mean, that is an amazing deal for Milwaukee. Well, I mean, Drew Holiday, eh, but if you're bringing in Damian Lillard, Damian here Lillard, we go. come on. 
I mean, yeah. the first thing we're going to talk about here is is credit to Milwaukee for understanding their situation. You're a franchise that has a generational talent in Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's yeah. already won you a title. He is beloved in that city. He's a hard worker. He's a guy who stays healthy. You have every reason to believe that he can continue to deliver at the highest possible level for years to come. But he's made it clear he wants to win rings. He's competitive. He wants to get out there and compete year in and year out. So he's made that clear. So rather than dance around this for years, rather than try to win the media, rather than try to put a band-aid on the situation, they go out and they get the biggest fish potentially available in Damian Lillard and bring him to town, making their superstar happy, which probably means a signing of an extension is coming soon. It gets Lillard in there. You got a chance to be the best team in the East. It prevents Miami from getting better in the East. It prevents Philadelphia from getting better in the East. All the way around, this is how an organization should operate. Here's your window. Go make moves. This is absolutely phenomenal by the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. I mean, you had this guy as aggravated as, as can be based on his comments recently, and you just went out and hit a grand slam. That's what you did. You added a big-time player that is going to help you win a championship right now. I mean, we could talk about where this puts them in the Eastern Conference. It certainly puts them right there. Well, let's get those odds and see if anything's cooking. I'd imagine this just broke two minutes ago, thanks to Woj. So I'd imagine all the odds are off the board at the moment as they try to sort through it. Yep, they have locked all the odds at Caesars. Kirsch, you is for those of us who are trying to get ahead of this. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, how do you slice it from a Portland side of uh, standpoint of things? If you're losing Lillard, we're going to have to sort through all of this. DeAndre Ayton's coming to town. Drew Holiday's coming to town. Picks are coming to town. You're losing Nurkic. You're losing Lillard. Like overall, we got to set the stage and clear out everything and compartmentalize it to see exactly what Portland's getting back and whether or not they did well, well in the deal. What they want is Scoot Henderson to be the centerpiece of their organization. And they believe he can be the next Lillard for them. The Blazers can't get, as we've talked about many times, volunteers. They get hostages. And that's what they got here. They draft guys, and they have to make trades for guys. And that's what happened here. And I, frankly, credit everything here to the Portland Trailblazers as well, because the Miami Heat acted as if, sorry, we're not giving you anything more because we don't have to do it. We don't have to do it. Screw you. He wants to be here. You're only getting whatever we want to give, and that's Tyler Hero. And what Portland did was ride it out and get a better offer from somewhere else. Are you going to tell me that Dame is now not going to go play for Milwaukee? I am sure that they had some sort of assurance that once it was clear to Dame that he was not getting to Miami, that he was going to end up in Milwaukee and the Heat get completely hosed in this deal because of the arrogance that they had in it. And to me, you know, the Heat culture and all that stuff that's around that, that's all great, and he should want to be here, and he wanted to be there, no state income tax, all of it. That's fine. He's got a great chance to win a championship right now with Giannis. I think Portland did him a massive favor, not just in shipping him somewhere else besides Miami. I think he would have had a chance there, but he's got a much better chance to win a championship now. Well, how do you think it went for Miami in the sense that they obviously wanted the guy? And I think 
they probably felt they were the front runners to pull it off when you had Dame come out and essentially try to force a trade directly to Miami. Yeah. That then led I to think the Miami, counter- I think Miami operated with that arrogance. So they operated with the arrogance and they opened the door for another opportunity for a team to slide in, make a better deal, and get it done. Because if you're Portland, the last thing you want to do is basically capitulate and and give Lillard everything he wants. Lillard says, I want out. Okay, we're willing to trade you. I want to go to Miami. If you make that move with Miami, you're basically sending a message that any star that ever comes through there can push you around however they see fit, and there's nothing you're going to do about it because there's precedent that was set with Damian Lillard forcing his way out to Miami. By making the move to Milwaukee, I think everybody in the NBA but the Miami Heat are going to get a real kick out of this. Oh, yeah. The Miami Heat today... Well, you know, they got a Mac Jones right here. They they caught one right to the right to the you know what? Right That's to the uh, the the kibble and bets. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what this was. Absolutely. And and there were you know, some talks the last couple of days that maybe Toronto was gonna get back into it and that would be a place because they've never been afraid to make a deal for a guy that may not necessarily wanna be there, as they did with Kawhi Leonard. In this instance, I think you have Milwaukee inserting themselves into a situation where they operated with the necessary urgency to make Giannis happy. I mean, if I'm Giannis today, I'm freaking ecstatic. Without question. You can sign the extension. You can can play your career out. You're doing exactly what Steph Curry's doing in Golden State. Quietly, also, the Phoenix Suns being involved in this and moving on from DeAndre Ayton. Good for them. Good yeah. for them. Not necessarily to knock Aiden, but Aiden will stuff the stat sheet and it'll make it look like he does a lot. But in big games in the playoffs, man, he has been lost out there. They need to find a way to have better defense because one problem Phoenix doesn't have is scoring. Like we are well aware that the Suns can score points and they've made some moves this offseason to improve that. What they've got to do is find a way to get some stops defensively, which is what crushed them against Denver. Once again... <laughs> versus Joe. Breaking news. Broke just the last few minutes. Damian Lillard headed to the Milwaukee Bucks. We will tell you how the deal got done with one of our insiders next. Carlin versus Joe. ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Massive breaking news in the last 15 minutes. We get perspective on it. 
in just 30 seconds. Carlin versus Joe, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Carlin versus Joe. Breaking news. Milwaukee Bucks just moments ago completed a deal to get Damian Lillard from the Portland Trailblazers. The Bucks in a three-team deal involving Phoenix. Uh, long story short, DeAndre Ayton ends up in Portland along with Grayson Allen uh, going to Phoenix. Drew Holiday going uh, as well. First-round picks and swaps involved. Uh, Drew Holiday ending up in Portland. It's Chris Carlin, Joe Fortenbaugh on ESPN Radio. Let's welcome in Brian Windhorst, and you better believe that there will be a special episode of the Hoop Collective podcast. And when you want to get smarter about about basketball, you listen to the Hoop Collective podcast with Brian Windhorst and company, ESPN's NBA insider, joining us right now. Wendy, we're all kind of blown away. So how did this deal get done? Well, I think uh, there was a, a real pressure for the Blazers to get this out of the way before the start of trading camp. They certainly got very aggressive in the last um, seven to ten days-ish. Um, and um, I really don't think that they had a lot of tremendous uh, offers. And so I think what you have here is the Milwaukee Bucks reacting to Giannis Antetokounmpo's comments and, you know, kind of making it clear that um, his, his future was up in the air. And so you had them reacting, uh, looking to go all in and a relatively thin market. And the, the, the DeAndre Ayton part of it has been going on for some time. The one thing that the Blazers really were able to get accomplished really before they could find a Lillard trade was that they were going to acquire DeAndre Ayton. It was just a matter of what pieces they were going to get from elsewhere to make it all work. And so um, with this trade, really, they acquired DeAndre Ayton and I guess the rights to Drew Holiday, because I will just say at this point, it's not clear to me whether Drew Holiday would stay in Portland. Drew Holiday is on the last year of his contract. He um, he can he can't extend right now. He can only extend midway through this season. And so, considering all the guards that the Blazers have, one of the fallouts from this is could there now be a re-raffle for Drew Holiday? But that's not. Uh, Chris, that's not what people are going to be thinking about. What people are going to be thinking about is Giannis Antetokounmpo playing with Dame Lillard. This is, you know, they were already pretty much all in the Bucks. This is going all in on top of all in. They gave up uh, swap rights and draft picks down the road when Giannis may no longer be a Buck. Um, they gave up a defensive ace, the guy who was at the heart and soul of their um of their championship a couple of years ago, but they get a player who's an absolutely dynamic offensive piece. And the concept of putting Dame Lillard next to Giannis Antetokounmpo and all of the actions that they can run and all of the challenge to cover that space in the floor because Giannis can take two steps and get from the three-point line to the basket and Lillard can <laughs> shoot to 35 feet I'm telling you, it's as dynamic of a of a potential duo as we could have seen. And from a league standpoint, this is a delicious development because what an incredible dynamic team the Milwaukee Bucks have a chance to be, um, you know, immediately under a brand new head coach. 
Wendy, as it pertains to Giannis, he's eligible to sign that extension. Does this move now get that done? That is a really good question. You know, that's one of the things that we need to learn about whether Giannis was consulted on the contract. This, you know, this is one of those situations where, considering that you would be giving up so many assets into the future. Maybe you would go to Giannis and say, would you be willing to sign an extension um, if we did this deal? That's going to be one of the big questions. I wish I could tell you I knew in this exact moment. I don't know. But even um, even if Giannis hasn't pledged that, um, they increase their chances, very much increase their chances to stay relevant. If you look at what Giannis's words were when he gave those several interviews over these last this last month or so, what he said was he wanted to see an organization that was all in, 100% in on winning. I think the Bucks have already been there during his tenure. This only reinforces it. This is them reacting to what he said. Um, we'll see what he may or may not have pledged as part of this, but I don't know how you couldn't be extremely impressed with this if you're Giannis Tenacumpo. Brian Windhorst, ESPN NBA Insider, host of the Hoop Collective podcast. There will be a special Hoop Collective podcast coming out uh, later on. Uh, wherever you get your podcasts, I highly recommend that you subscribe uh, if you haven't already. Brian, two-parter here. We have to operate under the assumption when Dame Lillard had said I only want to go to Miami, that they would not have made this deal without checking that he would go to Milwaukee, at least I think. So, number one, we think that's the case. And number two, what happened to the Miami Heat here? Well, I would just tell you that it's been made clear to me that Dame would go to any place he was traded. I'm I'm sure that he has got a lot of excitement about going to play with Giannis. Mm -hmm. He has been very complimentary of Giannis in the past. Not that that's a hot take. Um, Obviously, if you watch Giannis, um, you'd, you'd want to be his teammate. So my, my, I don't know this for 100% fact, but my guess is, is that Dame is very excited about the opportunity to go play and try to win a title immediately. As far as the Miami Heat goes, as far as I am aware, and I am not aware of any talks in the last 24 hours, but as far as I am aware, I don't think that the Blazers and Heat have had significant talks since mid-July. I don't think they ever made traction. Um, uh, Again, I don't know if I may learn within the next 24 hours that there was some communication today before this deal happened. But as far as I know, they hadn't talked since the second week of July, at least on any meaningful level. And when I've discussed that and, and, and said that to people in recent days, obviously they would say, why? Why would that be the case? And I think it's a complicated answer. Um... Uh, I don't think that the package that the Heat had was all that attractive to the Blazers, although they didn't have a lot of other options. And I will, and I will repeat what I said a minute ago. I still don't know what the Blazers are getting out of this trade because I still don't know what's going to happen with Drew Holiday. If they come out and say today that he's going to remain there, which I kind of doubt because he's in the last year of his contract and they're rebuilding – but Drew Holiday is a real attractive piece. Right now, I promise you, there are organizations calling meetings. What can we do to trade for Drew Holiday? The, the phone calls right now that are coming to Portland are about Drew Holiday. So until we see what, Drew, what happens with Drew Holiday, we can't really evaluate what Portland is getting out of this. But if they're able to make you know a, a good secondary trade here, they've already made a three-team trade. But to make a good secondary trade, they may be ahead of what they could have gotten from Miami. And from Miami's point of view, 
I said this last week. I don't think Miami ever viewed getting Dame Lillard as the be-all, end-all. I understand why their fans felt that. And I understand after it was made clear that's where Dame wanted to be, that it was easy to jump to that conclusion. And if you watch the way the Heat went out during the finals, you would say, my gosh, what if they had a dynamic uh, offensive player to put next to Jimmy Butler and a player like Dame would fill that hole. But I just don't think that the Heat ever approach this with a with a with an aggression and so again you may say why and i think the answer number one is they didn't think that they needed to do that with what they had on their roster i think they really like the young players they have and secondly the miami heat are never desperate they are a team that players want to play for they are a team that has routinely acquired star players um the setback for the heat on this one as they look back on this and and wonder where they went wrong they let Milwaukee get Dame Lillard, one of the guys that they may have not been so aggressive. One of the reasons why they may not have been so aggressive at going after Dame was because they had their eyes on Giannis in a year because of some of the things that he said this summer. And I kind of don't blame him for that. But this move might not only keep them from getting Dame, but also be an impediment for them to, to get Giannis. So... I'm just telling you that's the way the Heat approached it. We'll see how things play out, but it certainly um, is a bit of a setback if, if you're a Miami fan. Wendy, we have a little time left. The one team involved in this we haven't talked about yet, the Phoenix Suns, they give up DeAndre Ayton. They got Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, Keon Johnson coming back. What's it mean for the Suns, even though I know you're just now processing all this information? Well, no, I mean, to be honest with you, we've known – Nurkic is for Aiton has been in the has been in the works for a while. Um, the uh, this is a move that is trying to add some depth to the Suns. This is really like the, when I say it's the last piece they could trade. I'm not kidding you. Like there's literally nobody else on their roster they could trade. <laughs> um, and so they needed to make a DeAndre. If they were going to make a DeAndre Aiton move, they needed to make a move to add depth to their team. And look, they get a guy in Grayson Allen who's a perimeter defender. Nasir Little is a guy that um, they have liked for some period of time who can play multiple positions for them. Those guys both should be in their rotation. Um, and, you know, Yusef Nurkic replaces DeAndre Aiden. You know, he is a different type of center. He's a much slower moving player. He's not as defensively dynamic as Aiton was. Um, but I think that they believe they can probably get similar production out of Nurkic at a cheaper price that allows them to build out their team a little bit. I'm fascinated to see where the Suns are. But if you look at where the Suns were the day after the Bradley Beal trade, where they basically had three three or four players on their roster in no depth, and you look at them now, they have done a remarkable job of building up their rotation. They are going to be a formidable team, even with uh, swapping out Aiton for Nurkic. Wendy, we appreciate it, and a very busy day. Thanks for popping on for a few. Take care, guys. Brian Windhorst, ESPN NBA Insider. You got to check out the Hoop Collective podcast. I'm a big listener of the Hoop Collective. It is Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. Dr. Pepper, call in line 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We're going to try to squeeze you in next on this trade and what it means. Dame Lillard ends up with the Milwaukee Bucks. Lines are open for you right now at 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. Stick with us on ESPN Radio. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Carlin versus.
versus Joe on ESPN Radio. I was sitting in the end zone, probably only about 10 rows off the field in the end zone. Little kid comes running down the steps to where I am as I'm wearing, uh, I think I was wearing a Rod Woodson jersey. And he looks up at me and he points at me. This kid could not have been more than five. And he just yells, Hey, Tubbo! He may as well have yelled that. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. Man, there's a lot cooking here. In case you were just joining us, we do have some breaking news. Carlin versus Joe, breaking news. Damian Lillard traded to the Milwaukee Bucks today. Damian Lillard is a Milwaukee Buck three-team deal. Bucks give up Drew Holiday, Grayson Allen in the deal, some draft picks as well, but not like four or five of them, only like one and a couple of uh, pick swaps uh, as well in the mix there as DeAndre Ayton ends up in the three-team deal going to Portland, and then uh, we will see how else it plays out. But that is the crux of the deal, and couple of things. Number one, we are sending welfare checks on Amber Wilson and Evan Cohen, both of whom <laughs> are massive Miami Heat fans. Evan, uh, we just moments ago, Evan Wilder, uh, reached out to connect with Amber to see that she was okay, and we got what response? Yeah, that she's sick. She's actually called out from tonight from her show, and mm. the quote is, I was sick before this sickening trade. The Blazers aren't helping. There you go. You as her former partner, your read on that. She... (laughs) This is dangerous. It's got to be very disappointing. (laughs) It's got to be very disappointing. Um, Miami and South Florida, in general, had a tremendous run last year in several regards. The Florida Panthers, the Miami Heat. There was a lot that was cooking down there throughout the course of the spring and into the summer, and it didn't break well anywhere. And that's all right, because the teams are still very competitive. I'd rather get to the World Series and lose than not even make the playoffs, right? I still want the journey. I still want the moments that come from all that excitement. Being upset about the Lillard thing now is going to be the classic spot, and she's not alone in this. This is what everyone will do. Well, we didn't want Dame Lillard. Here's why. Here's how it didn't make sense. Here's why the Miami Heat will be better off. And on and on it goes, right? That's how any of us would be. Because you just spent months getting excited about the fact that he was seemingly a lock to land there, right? He wasn't interested in anyone but Miami. Miami was interested in him. Pat Riley's a genius. They're going to find a way to make it work. And, you know, then they didn't. Miami will still be good, but again, they're, they're not going to win the title because as good as they can be, they're just never great. They are never great. They can't go over the top. And we saw that last year against Denver when they absolutely got run out of the NBA Finals. From uh, from superchargers, exhaust kits, and more, eBay Motors has over 122 million parts to keep your ride or die alive. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply here's another little tidbit this comes from jimmy butler on his instagram uh put out a story just a little bit ago yo nba you need to check into the bucks for tampering y'all didn't hear it from me but i heard it from somebody (laughs) that's great that's That's awesome jimmy I'm sure we'll all get right on that. No problems whatsoever. This is that moment where we really don't want to hear from Miami. We've heard a lot from Miami in recent months, 
Everybody in Miami can quiet down. We turn our attention to Milwaukee. We turn our attention to Portland. We turn our attention to Phoenix a little bit because there's still a lot of star power with the Suns, if memory serves me correctly. Um, you know, I kind of do want to hear the pain out of Miami. You do? Oh, I kind of do, because there has been an arrogance about this deal getting done uh, from the Heat Nation, for sure, that they were the only ones. Here's Jimmy checking in on it, uh, the the audio from his IG. Yo, NBA, man, y'all need to look into the Bucks for tampering. Y'all do. I'm just going to put that out there. Y'all didn't hear it from me, but I heard it through somebody. Y'all look at it for tampering. So that, that sounds like good enough evidence. What's the tampering? I, I don't know. Like, what did they do? Did they engage? Are they not allowed to engage in trade talks? Uh, of course they are. They're, are they not allowed to? Uh, did they talk directly to uh, Lillard in all of this? I mean, where where is the tampering? I don't know where it would be. Now, this is I think this is more Butler making a joke on the fact that Miami caught so much heat for Lillard saying he wanted to go to Miami and then it didn't end up happening. So it's like, oh, everyone accusing us of all this stuff, but he didn't even end up landing here. So what are you going to do about Milwaukee? I see where he's coming from. Um, you know, it, I think it's a great look for the NBA that Lillard's not in Miami. Uh, that, I agree. For one of the first things that comes to mind, the NBA has has a few PR issues that they probably love to work out. The idea of the load management thing, stars not playing games, like it's not a good look when guys don't want to play. Like we don't deal with that in the NFL. We don't deal with that in a lot of sports. With the NBA, guys want the most money possible for the least amount of work possible. That's not anything different than most people in the world want. But when you're constantly not playing games and labeling it as loaded load management, it's a bad look. Tampering, tanking, all these other things. This situation where guys are now just just demanding to go wherever they want, even though they've got contracts. Situations that have happened in Brooklyn the last few years. All that stuff. Everything basically that happens with James Harden. The second he feels offended, he's not going to play, but he's going to want to get paid, but he's going to want you to move him. And oh, by the way, here's the short list of two teams that he'd be interested in. It's not a great look. It's not a great look when it comes to competition and competitive balance and things of that nature. So him not ending up in Miami is a win for the NBA from a PR perspective. Carlin versus Joe presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. I think it's a great day for the Milwaukee Bucks and the city of Milwaukee because you not only got a dynamic player to pair with Giannis, but you came a whole lot closer to Giannis staying there long-term. And I, I would be shocked at this point, considering how much money Dame Lillard is owed over the next several years. Like, he's locked in here for a bit. I don't think Giannis is going anywhere. I think Giannis will sign that extension and will stay put in Milwaukee. And if you listen to what Wendy said earlier, that's kind of a double kick in the pants to the Miami Heat, who are talking about maybe trying to get Giannis uh, this offseason. Thanks for listening to the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Carlin versus Joe weekdays from noon to 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Carlin vs. Joe Podcast.